My name is Yechi Nusafitu and this is The Clinic. I am your health prefect and welcome to your home of good music, good talk, 99.9 KISS FM. The clinic. This is where we talk about everything health because we know that total health is not just physical but mental and emotional well being. So, every Saturday at this hour on this very station, 99.9 Kiss FM, our discussion is for your physical, emotional, and mental well being. To live a long and healthy life, a very important aspect to consider when making health choices should be disease prevention. In Nigeria, we would usually say prevention is better than cure. And these words are truer now in this age when the world is tilting more towards preventive healthcare. Did you know that you could stay in the comfort of your home and test yourself for HIV? So for several years, National Agency for the Control of AIDS, NACA, UN AIDS and many organizations have drummed it into our ears to know your status, know your status. But of course, one cannot know their status without getting tested. And one major challenge to getting tested has been fear of stigmatization. HIV interventions have been improved over time. One of such interventions is the self-testing kits. Today, we're looking into HIV self-testing as a prevention tool. But before we get into it, but before we get into it, here are a few responses to the questions. Do you know your status? And which would you prefer, the clinic test or the self-testing kit? Yes, I know my HIV status. I prefer self-testing keto. In fact, I have it. It's sold in um, pharmacies here close to us. Yes, I have my HIV status checked already. Yes, I know my HIV status and um, I would prefer the self-testing uh, kit. Yeah. Yes, I know my HIV status, although I need to recheck again because it's been like four years since I last checked. And I would prefer using the self-testing kit just for convenience purpose. Yes, I know my HIV status and as for testing, I would, I think I would prefer the self-testing kit just because it's more convenient and yeah, provided it is efficient and uh, the, the results are accurate. Uh, yes, I do know my HIV status. I'm negative and I think I'll prefer checking in the clinic. Do you know your HIV status? Yes, I do. And uh, would I rather using the self-testing kit or check my status at the clinic? I'd rather check my status at the clinic. I think that's the best. Living with HIV and AIDS for over 20 years, Luciata says life is still normal. This is how she's able to manage her life. My name is Luciata. The National Coordinator of Society for Women and Children Living with HIV and AIDS in Nigeria. Yes, I just want to summarize and um, my how I've been able to live with HIV for the past 20 something years now, healthy and strong. Is uh, one being able to add health to your treatment. It's very very important. I don't juggle my drugs. I think positively. I'm productive. I work. I also believe in 
my feet. Soon as it is when it was a big issue. But now once I was able to overcome that psychological trauma, I'm able to live well with it. Yes, HIV self-testing is it's we have it has come to stay. All the networks of women HIV, women living HIV have come to accept it. That uh, why not if somebody is able to know he of our status, that person can um, be linked to treatment. Why do children need access to safe water, sanitation, and hygiene services? Because it supplements healthy food so that children do not get sick and we can spend more time at school. Access to safe water, sanitation, and hygiene services contribute to healthy growth and development of every child. Soap, water, toilet! Soap and water! Children in Nigeria need safe wash services to survive and thrive. Clean Nigeria. Use the toilet. My name is Yechi Nisasitu and this is The Clinic. Thank you for staying with us. This is The Clinic on your home of good music, good talk, 99.9 Kiss FM. My name is Yechi Nisasitu. Call me your health prefect. If you are just tuning in, we are talking about HIV self-testing as a prevention tool. Now, let's meet the expert to explain all we need to know about the self-testing kit. I have with me Adebanjo Adetosui Moses. He is a technical advisor with Jepego. Welcome to the clinic. Yeah, good morning and thank you for having me. We're glad to have you too. Now, let me get straight into how can I test myself? I mean, how easy is it to use the HIV self-testing kit? So it's as easy as you going into a facility or a community pharmacy or even other online, you know, and then purchase these kits, you know, decide where you want to do the test, the time you want to do the test, open the pack, and in every case, you have the instructional uh, material where you, where, which, which guides you, you know, to how to go about doing the test. So you follow those manufacturer instructions, then do your test, and um, between 15 to 20 minutes, depending on the kit that you are using, and based on the manufacturer instruction, you have your results and take the next steps. So it, it, it's, it's that easy. So and one one very key advantage that the HIV test kits have over the conventional testing that we have been doing is that it gives you the power to determine when you want to do the test, you know, where you want to do the test, how you want to do the test, who you even want to be available, like around you, the kind of support you know, that you want mm. when you are doing the test and you are knowing your HIV status. So it's very, very, very easy. Okay, yeah. uh, so so that settles the issue of stigma. You know, people usually I I, I hear that yes. major, yeah. major reason why people don't get 
go into the the facility to get tested is they don't want anything mm. in them going in there so it's yeah. a part of the whole stigma issue mm-hmm. yeah and of course you know a lot of more advantages you know we talked about the covid 19 pandemic mm. um you don't want a lot of people to go to uh, to to crowd you know during the usual outreaches even in the health facilities so you know it helps to you know keep that safe distance where you just go and pick it up and you can do it in a very safe space and know your results you have confidentiality is assured you have the power to decide who you want to tell the power to decide who you want to support you you know you know in your, your status and it's also very easy to get and then um, it's timely too and more importantly it's very adequate and safe so those are the added advantage you know okay yeah. but being that you know all these advantages are there or benefits are there mm-hmm. how accurate is it though how reliable can we rely on the the, the results that we get from the self-test kits all right so um so the most important thing is that when you want to use the self-test kits you need to use the one that is approved um, by the Federal Ministry of Health. That is very, very critical. Okay. Because the thing is, when you have um, products like this, you know, a lot of these products can come through the back door, you know. But anyone that is approved, you know, by the Federal Ministry of Health must have gone through an evaluation process where they've determined if it is uh, safe, effective, accurate. And when it is approved, that means that you can use it and you can rely on, on whatever resource you get. So as far as some of the approved ones in this country is concerned, they are very, very, very accurate. You know, I work on a program where we've already, we are scaling up, you know, the use of HIV self-testing, you know, and we've seen a lot of people use it, you know, when they are negative and you even test them with the, with the national algorithm, they, they are still negative, you know. When they are positive and you still test them at the test facility again to confirm if they are truly uh, reactive, you know, it's still the same. So it shows that it's accurate and that it's very, very reliable. The most important thing is use and approved products. Okay. And then with science, I don't think we can actually just totally see, you know, a hundred percent. Is that is that right? Uh, no, no, it's not. It's not going to be hundred percent. But that that before, before it can be approved, there's a particular level of sensitivity and specificity that this kit must have. So, so that means that anyone that is approved already has this level of specificity and sensitivity. And once they have that level, that means you can actually rely on the results. That means the results you are getting is accurate. So, so but the other thing that I also want to stress, particularly with the HIV self test is that whatever result that you get, you still need to get to a health facility, a government or a private health facilities where they can now, you know, retest you following the uh, standard kit, the national algorithm, to confirm whatever result that you earlier uh, got. So when they confirm, if it is now reactive, then they, they can link you to the uh, required services. So, but it's very, very, it's very, very reliable and it's very, very accurate. Okay, but so you just answered the question I was going to ask. What happens if the test is positive? But then again, doesn't this bring us back to the issue of stigmatization? Because if the, if it's positive or negative or whatever, and you need to do a follow up test, you're still going to have to go to the health facility to get uh-huh. tested. So doesn't yeah. that bring us back to the issue of stigma? So the reason why it helps to reduce stigma is that number one, you're you already know um, your HIV status even before mm-hmm. coming to the health facilities. And then okay. one thing that we done, even while rolling out this HIV system to ensure that every provider that gives you these kits has been trained to be able to provide some forms of counseling mm-hmm. for you so that you know, you know different people react differently. You know? 
to, to, to whatever result that they see. But more importantly, there are successful medication and therapy that is available that will even bring you to a level you know, where you achieve what we call you is cost to you. Undetectable is called to untransmittable. It means that if you cannot detect the virus again in your body, you cannot transmit it. So these medications are available if you are reactive at the end of the day. If you are not reactive, there are also other prevention services. A very important one is the PrEP. PrEP is a drug that if you are at risk or you perceive yourself to be at risk of HIV, you know, you can be taking this medica uh, medication and you will not be infected uh, with HIV even when you are exposed to HIV. So these supports are there. This information are available. It's just that most people don't have this information. But whenever you are getting this, they are giving you this information to tell you that whatever the result is, it's not going to be a problem. If it is negative and you still perceive yourself at risk, prevention services is there for you. If it is uh, reactive and you have the virus, then there are also treatment, successful and very competent treatment services, you know, that will help you to live, you know, healthy and normal life. You know, so it's just about the information, you know, and the availability of the information. But more importantly, it gives you the power now to say this is where I want to go and retest myself. Okay. I'm comfortable with this health facility. Um, I'm sure that they can, they can keep um, confidentiality. I'm sure that they can give me the requisite uh, services. You know, so that power to decide what you want by yourself, mm. when, how, you know, how you want to be served. You know, is the the added advantage that the HIV self-test gives you. Okay, interesting. Now, are the yeah. kits available in for, for use in Nigeria? I mean, now as we're speaking, and you mentioned the saliva, the, the test that the, uh, the kit that um, um, uses saliva and the one that uses blood. If which one is available for us in Nigeria, and where, if I want to access, where do I get access to this? Kits? Yeah, so just. Just, just like every new you know, innovation, uh, medical innovation, you don't want to just uh, bombard the market, you know, that it's a step-by-step, -step, um, a stepwise process where you need to start from somewhere and they gradually scale up, you know, to ensure that it reaches, you know, the people, especially the people that we are targeting for this intervention. And then I, I'm not sure I've mentioned it. So the reason why this HIV cell test thing like a very important innovation now is because as far as the HIV uh, response program is concerned, especially in Nigeria, a lot of process and progress have been made. Um, we've been able to identify many people that are living with the virus, be able to put many of them on treatment, uh, and those that are on treatment are really doing well. You know, you look at the number of HIV-related deaths is reduced in the country. So, but there are some particular populations that because of some of these things that we have talked about, stigma mm. and discrimination, confidentiality, mm. accessibility to healthcare facilities, time, you know, these are the barriers, you know, and there are some population of the, uh, that we have that we are not wishing with our conventional testing. You know, men are busy, we all know that men, you know, they don't really visit the health facilities the way that women do. So, how do we reach men? They have busy schedule, they are always at work, on the farm, doing their business, trying to put food on the table for the family. So how do we reach them in their convenient space? We have some key population, you know, uh, men who have sex with men, female sex workers, um, people who inject drugs, 
that because of policies environments in country, right, they, they are not that free to access its services. And these people are higher risk of this virus and we are not pushing them. And they are the ones that they are the, like our last mind. We need to find them, we need to reach them, we need to ensure that we help them to a stage where they cannot transmit that virus again. So that is why this HIV self-testing, you know, is like a very, very innovative, you know, uh, strategy to reach them. So um, going back to the availability now, so it's available in supported health facilities, especially the comprehensive health facilities that implement the comprehensive HIV program. It's also looking at how we can scale it up in the private sectors, you know, okay. clinical platforms, community pharmacies. People can just walk into the community pharmacy, you know, and buy it. It's already online for people to, to also order. So uh, but okay. it's available in every health facility. It's available in some community pharmacies. So it's going to be available just like every other normal test, you know, simple test that people do. Mm. So but I'm not I'm not going to say that it's available everywhere now, but okay. it will be very close to you. And one critical thing that we're also doing now is also to raise this demand for the self-test kit. So you know I told you about the gradual process. You know, mm. you need to also ensure that um you train it capacity building happens, you build a system that can be able to respond to whatever issues that people may have by testing themselves at home, you know, ensure that there are no stigma and discrimination, ensure that they, uh, they already have system in place that can address cases of intimate partner violence, database violence, so those things are happening on the ground, while we are also scaling it up across health facilities, um, across um, community pharmacists, you know, and other clinical platforms. Okay, that's a relief. <laughs> You know. Um, so fine. Finally, I know you have mentioned a, a lot about um, knowing status and being and even achieving a surprised viral load where we can have mm. you equals to you. So just a little, just for emphasis, because you may have to just you know just repeat a few things that you have mentioned before. I, mm. I want to see how we can use this innovation as a prevention tool. How are we? going about it as a prevention tool. Yeah. So thank you, but I think that is a very good uh, question that, that, that you have asked. So, so prevention now, like, especially when you perceive yourself to be at risk, you are afraid of stigma and discrimination, you know, a lot of other factors, maybe you are busy, maybe you even have some poor health-seeking behavior, you want to just go in to the health facility to test yourself, you can pick up an HIV self-test kit mm. to test yourself. If you are reactive. Of course, you go to the X facility, they do another test, and if they don't confirm you to be reactive to HIV, then they give you support services, treatment, you start your treatment, you achieve you, it's supposed to you. What that means is that you cannot infect a new person once you reach that. So that is one form of prevention. The other aspect of prevention is that you tested yourself, you are negative. There are also services in the X facilities, you know, that can help you to stay negative. I mentioned a very important one is spread. So maybe you are already you were afraid. You already thought you already had the virus. In order to do the test, you know you, you of course you know that you are at risk. Maybe because of your behavioral tendencies, you you do the test with that self test kit. It's negative. That shows you that you are negative. But that also tells you that since you perceive yourself at risk, you should be able to access prevention services. You know. PrEP is a very good prevention services that you can access. If you are on PrEP and you are exposed to the virus, you will not be able to contact the virus. So other prevention services are there. Condom, you know, um, programming, uh, STI, treatment, you know, 
um, lubricant programming for some few formulation. But just for you to not be aware that you are negative and you want to stay steps to remain negative. And HIV self-testing is one key approach that can help us in that regard. At least it helps you to know your HIV status. Mm. That's the first point. Positive, start treatment, effective treatment, achieve you is equal to you, stop transmission, don't infect others. You know, negative, prep, and you stay negative. Even when you are positive, HIV self-testing can be used to quickly reach out to your to your sexual contact. You can also know their status. You can also quickly put them on prep. That is if you are still going to remain in your sexual relationship. You understand? Mm. You can, yes, then if they are also positive, they can also access care. So the, it, it has a far-reaching cascade, you know, effects that can really, through one person, reach a lot of other person and provide the requisite support services for them. So that is that is how, you know, HIV self-testing is a critical one for for prevention services. Mm, I mean, it's a win-win for everybody. It's a, it's a win-win, yes. Mm. Either whatever the result is, you win. Mm, <laughs> That's definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. Thanks, Nene. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much. It has been an interesting conversation. I mean, it has been as explicit as possible. Thank you so much for your responses. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure, actually. Thank you. So I've been talking with Adi Banjo, Adi Tosui Moses, a technical advisor with JPEGO. Thank you for being on the clinic and thank you for responding to our questions. Yeah, yeah it's a pleasure. A Bye. Coronavirus, also known as COVID-19, is real and it spreads on a daily basis. We need to ensure we stay protected at all times. We must therefore maintain social distance at all times, wear face masks always, wash our hands with soap and water, ensure to use alcohol-based and sanitizers always, use and share only verified information from the NCDC, and stop spreading fear. If one must go out, let's ensure we wear our face masks always. Avoid going to places with more than 20 persons. If we must use public transportation, we should make sure we wear our face mask and ensure the passengers are not more than the maximum safe number of three persons, including the driver. When going to a shopping mall, we should wash our hands with soap and water and use a hand sanitizer too. COVID-19 is no joke. Let's stop the spread by staying safe every day for the sake of ourselves and our families. This message is brought to you by KISS FM. You are still tuned in to your home of good music, good talk, 99.9 KISS FM. This is The Clinic and my name is Ye Chenu Sasitu. Call me your health prefect. And now, it's time for Lab360 Medical Laboratory. Here is a special message from Lab360. This special segment is brought to you by Lab360 Medical Laboratory and on the segment today with scientist Mfoniso Iyang from Lab360 Medical Laboratory, let's talk about the liver. Scientist Mfon, could you please tell us what tests could be done to monitor the function of the liver? Thank you for having me today. Yes, about the question, there is a test that can be used to monitor the function of the liver it is called the liver function test it is a routine test it is commonly done and requested for by doctors and also individuals just walk into the lab and perform this test it's a routine test as i said earlier uh, and it checks for specific analytes in the body 
that indicates whether the liver is functioning fine or not so if these analytes are higher than they should be or if they are lower than they should be you know it means that there's a problem that needs to be attended to immediately right could you also briefly explain how this test confirms the efficiency of the liver okay so the liver function test is made up of some liver enzymes it checks for some liver enzymes activities it checks for protein activity it checks for some waste products so basically when the enzymes are higher than they should be it shows that there's a possible inflammation or injury to the liver that has caused the enzymes to be higher or that they should be in the bloodstream uh, for the protein, liver is responsible for most of the production of proteins, exclusively responsible for producing albumin. So when there's a depletion of the produce, it shows that there is a problem with you know where it's being produced from. So yes, that is another way to check for how functional the liver is. Uh, also, is the waste product when there's accumulation of certain waste products. For example, we have bilirubin gotten from the breakdown of red blood cells. When your red blood cells are aged, they break down, and when they break down, they produce uh, bilirubin, and bilirubin is meant to be excreted from the body. So when there's an accumulation of these in the bloodstream it shows that the liver is not functioning as well in order to start the process of excretion of such products so yes these are the few ways the liver function test helps to monitor the function of the liver mm. and lastly how often should an individual run this test and how should we care for our liver uh, the test can be done once a year or twice a year at most and yeah i think that's it that's enough for an individual to use in monitoring the efficiency of his or her liver and about how the liver should be cared for basically is uh, for you to stay hydrated or uh, eat properly less alcohol the liver doesn't like alcohol and also drugs whatever medication it is you're taking it has to be prescribed by your doctor so that you're not abusing and also the liver is not struggling to detoxify this waste and yeah so these are the few ways to care for the liver and yes we also do this test at lab 360 Thank you so much, scientist Mfoniso Iyang from Lab360 Medical Laboratory. This message was brought to you by Lab360. For more information, please call 090-8454-7777. The number again, 090-8454-7777. Or you can send an email to contact at lab 360 dot ng or check the website at www.lab360.ng join us same time same station next week for more recipes to a healthy life i pray that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers my name is ye chenis have a healthy and happy week ahead